Hello, and welcome to this edition of Secure Networks, the Endace Packet Forensic Files with your host, Michael Morris. Our special guest this episode is Ajit Thiagarajagan, Principal Security Architect for Cisco. Ajit, welcome. Thank you for joining. Tell us a little bit about yourself and your background. Thank you so much for having me on the show, Michael. Uh, I really look forward to talking to you about some of these cool things that we're working on. Um, so I've been at Cisco now for about two and a half years, and I have been laser focused on all things telemetry. Everything from generation of network flow data, management, routing, ingest, and then the eventual analysis of that telemetry. Okay. It was just over a year ago that we decided to create a new product now called the Cisco Telemetry Broker, CTB for short. And uh, we went GA just about a couple of months ago. So it's been like a strict diet of telemetry for breakfast, lunch, and dinner for the, for the last year. Excellent. Uh, yeah. So now my background is in network protocols, having worked extensively on a lot of the multicast protocols that are currently in use, and also some enhancements to the TCP IP stack for high performance uh, routing. Um, I came up with the idea for the IGMP v3 that is currently in use. And I also added uh, a fair number of innovative methods for configuring uh, the network time protocol during my grad school days. Okay. Uh, it's only in the last decade, though, that I've focused primarily on network security, given my networking background. And I have to say that the timing couldn't have been more perfect, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, yeah, prior to Cisco, I worked at a small startup called Atomic Mole, where we analyzed network traffic generated from IoT devices for threats and anomalous behavior. Okay, excellent. Well, your background is great for this kind of conversation, because what I, what I want to get into with you is really see um, how you see security threats, malware, Trojans, ransomware, um, you know, all of this going over various protocols and network traffic exchanges, how do you see it changing or advancing? Wow. <laughs> Start two, with the easy one, right? I know, I know. Two major ransomware attacks in the last few weeks with such far-reaching consequences, no? Yes. Uh, I mean, they ended up seriously affecting our day-to-day -day life and economy. How about that? So that is serious stuff. And these attacks are just continuing relentlessly. I think attackers have only gotten a lot more sophisticated today, given the nature and scale mm -hmm. of the attacks and are able to exploit an increasing attack surface over time. So this whole pandemic with its work from home paradigm has just made security so much more challenging in that the attack surface, obviously now, includes that remote network in a manner and scale not seen before. Yeah. Pre-pandemic, we had, what, uh, a relatively small number of workers, you know, uh, who are working remotely. But like now, imagine the entire American school system with all of its computers working from home and what that entails, right? Yeah. Um, so yes, the attack vectors themselves are not new, but the attack surface has become exponentially larger. So it's going to be a very interesting next few years as we in the security industry come to terms with this. Now, go ahead. But that said, there's one thing that hasn't changed, which is the need for collecting rich telemetry from all of these devices that are operating in the network 
and being able to slice and dice that data using every single tool available. Yeah, no, that's that's a tremendous point there. And one of the things that uh, brings me to my next question, actually, really perfectly, is what what impact do you see all this expanded uh, attack surface and expanded telemetry? How do you see that impacting SecOps teams? Great question. So the SecOps folks definitely have their hands full now. So first thing is, like I said, we have this increased attack surface that includes remote environments. We have a need for all of these diverse set of tools and advancing the existing set of tools with more capabilities. We have a need for a lot more threat intelligence and the ability to track how these adversaries are evolving. Uh, ZTNA or uh, zero trust network access is becoming a real key uh, requirement. And we really need to ensure safe access to all of these services, whether internal or external for all of these remote workers. Mm -hmm. But I want to go back to an often overlooked but very important challenge in today's environment, which is the reliable delivery of telemetry to all these tools that are in use. Remember that the tools are completely useless without the data and most tools expect that they are fed with this rich telemetry and they just don't have any mechanism to control the delivery or the quality of that telemetry that they receive. Yeah. So that is one of the main reasons why we chose to focus specifically on this intelligent telemetry plane that is core to the efficacy of all of these analytic platforms. Okay, that's that's tremendous important. I can see the so many applications for it. Let's talk about SecOps teams and their day-to-day -day operation um, and the technical challenges they have trying to make sense out of all these disparate and disconnected uh, data sources. What mm -hmm. what, uh, what do you see some of their biggest obstacles are? So telemetry is ubiquitous today. Okay, every connected device worth its salt generates some sort of telemetry and that telemetry is incredibly valuable to the tools, be it a security tool, a storage tool, visibility tool, or an analytics tool, okay? So what we have repeatedly seen from our customers is that it's increasingly difficult to manage this telemetry and get it to the right tools. Remember, like I said before, the tools are only as good as the telemetry that they receive, right? Right, right. So as networks become larger and the number of connected devices grows, it has become a real challenge to connect the sources of telemetry with the consumers of that telemetry. Okay. We have seen customers with extremely complex configurations, which have become even more of a headache when any changes have to be made, like adding a new consumer or when any changes are required to the underlying network architecture. So misconfigurations are surprisingly common with a mean time to fix in the days or even months. Okay. Mm -hmm. A lot of our customers don't even know what are all the different sources of telemetry that are present in their network, let alone the different types of telemetry that are there. Right. Okay? Outages involving the network or the data brokers are also commonplace with many customers tolerating extended periods of time where no telemetry is being processed. I mean, we've seen that. Yeah. 
and it just and it basically just seems like a matter of time before some adverse event occurs exactly during that outage right so having a reliable and available telemetry plane removes a number of these pain points and allows for these various tools to operate way way more efficiently okay so teach us more about this the plane that you're working on and the and the platform um, and and what's the driving goals or the end outcome that, that your team's really working on? Awesome. So uh, just a little bit of history, okay? Um, yeah. Back in 2006, Cisco uh, acquired, well, uh, Cisco then Landcope brought this product to the market called the UDP Director, which is yeah. really a very simple packet replicators. And Customers were super elated to now have a product that could easily replicate this telemetry to multiple consumers. And given its success, it spawned a whole breed of products in the industry for just doing this, okay? Mm-hmm. But after all these years, we realized that there is a fundamentally larger problem at the core which needed solving, which is the intelligent management of all telemetry in the network. Mm-hmm. It was time for that simple packet replicator to evolve into something much more powerful, simple to operate while providing a next generation of capabilities for the management of telemetry. Mm-hmm. So that is when we developed the idea of this intelligent telemetry plane to treat telemetry in a holistic enterprise-wide manner, not just as separate streams of data that needed to be individually routed. So while UDPD was deployed as a standalone entity, uh, the Cisco telemetry broker, which we just GA'd, is deployed as a set of broker nodes that work in tandem to satisfy all of your telemetry requirements. So these CTB nodes that basically can manage the flow of telemetry by distributing the rules and functions to enable a much more optimal routing and processing of telemetry data in the entire network. To put it another way, these broker nodes are the building blocks of the intelligent telemetry plane. Okay. That is what we are working on today. Okay. So give us some use cases or how, how adopting this approach and embracing a, a common intelligent telemetry plane can really help a security analyst and, and a SOC team. Great question, Michael. So what we really want to do is enable the next generation intelligent telemetry plane by giving customers what they crave for. And what that means is control over telemetry, single pane of glass that allows you to manage the entire telemetry plane, configuring it according to a global policy. Mm -hmm. Support for pull and push models of telemetry, you know, uh, b- both on the ingest as well as on the uh, on the uh, c- consumer side. Okay, we want to enable it using APIs so that you can request the telemetry from the telemetry plane. Okay. We want precise grooming of telemetry to the individual consumers using various operations such as brokering, transformation, filtering, and anonymization. So that's control. Let's talk about reliability. We have to ensure that the telemetry plane is always operating reliably with an ultra high degree of efficacy and proactively alert on any potential issues. Performance is another aspect that is becoming a very key requirement with the need to broker and operate on larger and larger quantities of telemetry. So reliability can obviously be affected if the telemetry plane cannot keep up with the volume of telemetry being generated, right? 
Scalability is another aspect. Uh, <clears throat> so you need to be able to scale both horizontally where you can add more nodes into the network as well as vertically where you add more resources to a specific node so that it can scale up its capacity seamlessly. Okay. Take something as simple as source management. Okay. Wouldn't it be nice if we just had the ability to detect a new source of telemetry as soon as it mm -hmm. showed up? Mm -hmm. What about identifying misconfigured sources? I mean, a source could be sending, you know, syslog on the wrong port and you never could know what, uh, what, how, how that source right. was configured. Uh, what about key sources that have currently stopped sending telemetry? So all of these source management capabilities are now becoming a key component of the intelligent telemetry claim. Okay. Similarly, we want to be able to detect when a consumer of the telemetry goes down and take appropriate action. Okay. How about being able to predict issues such as bandwidth problems before the consumer stops receiving that telemetry, right? Yeah. So these are all the key areas from a reliability perspective that are uh, become a core pillar of the intelligent telemetry play. Okay. I'll uh, three more. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, That's all right. Uh, availability. Okay. Availability is another key area where we have uh, uh, focused on which is that the telemetry plane just needs to be up and running at all times and that any outages are swiftly mm -hmm. handled with little or no downtime. So mm -hmm. we've got this ability to cluster nodes so that if one node goes down, another node can take over that, that, okay. that operation. And that makes sure that you get like, you know, five nines or nine nines of availability in your, in your, in your telemetry plane. And all of this, we want it to be very simple to configure and simple to set up. You know, that's another very key requirement today. Visibility is paramount to the intelligent telemetry plane. Okay. So you want end-to-end -end visibility of telemetry flowing from the sources, how it is being routed in your telemetry plane, and eventually how it is getting to your consumers. And one of the key things that gives you that enhanced visibility today is automatic classification of all the telemetry types. So like I said before, most customers don't even know what telemetry is there in my network, who's generating what at what version and so on. So being able to automatically classify that is like one of the core pillars of the intelligent telemetry plane. So it tell you that, okay, you, you're running on this box over here, syslog version one, you know, upgrade it to, to a more recent version. You know, that's, that's one of the key, key uh, functionalities that we provide. Yeah. And finally, the last one is extensibility. So being able to provide the ability for the customers to effectively go in and add the capabilities for any new transforms, any new types of telemetry that might currently show up and not wait for a new release to be, you know, uh, to, to appear is again, another key requirement that we, we feel should be part of this intelligent telemetry plane. Okay. Um, Makes things sense. like no, it makes perfect sense. I, I was going to add the um, the comment about um, no, often known as the Providence information about where telemetry data is coming. Right? Is mm -hmm. I, I'm hearing that regularly from security teams, mm -hmm, um, mm -hmm. having to know the context of when, where, and why that data was collected uh, is is critical in an investigation. So I can really see the value of that. Absolutely, absolutely. Can, and go ahead. I was going to well, ask add one. I was going to add one small thing, which is that yeah. uh, separating the management of that telemetry from the analytics tool, I think is super important as it now lets the tools 
focus on what they do best, which is the analytics. And why not let the management of the telemetry to a separate product, which is custom built for that purpose? Yeah, that's the that's the point I wanted to try to make. No, that's that's an excellent point. I'm glad you clarified that because it's oftentimes a lot of tools out there, you know, um, try and do it all. Right. Exactly. And, exactly. And then they don't do any of it very well. Hundred <laughs> percent agree with you on that. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Um, so, is there some specific uh, use cases or problem solve? You know, like uh, I, I don't want to go to the specific threat level necessarily, but is there some identified uh, malware types or threat actor types or threat vectors? Is probably the better word that you really feel having this um, orchestrated and integrated telemetry management capability can really address? So um, our focus has primarily been on telemetry as a whole, not, not specifically focusing on the exact use cases. So that's what I said. No, what yeah, we yeah. want to do is separate ourselves from you know, what the analytics tools job is in terms of what threats they are involved in. And our job is to just provide a generic telemetry capability to just give you whatever telemetry you need, you know, so we we, we clearly want that separation. So the areas that we tend to focus on, uh, where, you know, we see some, some real clear use cases are like I told you, this classification of telemetry, you know, where, where you want to know what are all the different versions of NetFlow, because certain analytics, you know, uh, get enabled with certain versions of NetFlow. If you have IP fix with like, you know, rich metadata, you get better analytics. If you are still operating with NetFlow version five, where you get like the five tuple and just the packet counts, you don't get any of that richer metadata, you know? So, so those are the kinds of things that, you know, uh, get enabled. Yeah, no, you're spot on. I I was, yeah, I, I was going down the wrong path there in terms of, was it a specific issue? But having the context of those different both versions and data sources is incredibly valuable in itself. So I totally get that. No, absolutely. Absolutely. And, and plus what our goal is with the intelligent telemetry plane is that what we want to do ultimately is give the analytic tools as much data as they want in the format that they want, you know? Right. So a lot of the tools, can ingest data only in certain formats. But like I said, telemetry is ubiquitous. You have it in you know, a ton of different formats. And what we want to do is say, okay, if you, if, you, if you can't natively ingest that telemetry in that format, we will provide that ability right. for you to convert that telemetry, let's say from syslog to IP fix, so that your analytic tools now have that additional capability of monitoring those additional devices in the format that uh, you want. No, that's a great point. And you already covered as well, mentioned the, the importance of the scale factor. Correct. You know, exactly. I, we, we find from our experience, a lot of tools can't handle the line rate of, of some of the, whether it be raw traffic or whether it be uh, other telemetry feeds. Um, many tools just aren't built for large enterprise, you know, government agency type of scale. Um, Absolutely. And so that's a big point. So shifting gears a little bit, you know, this has been incredibly useful to see where you're headed with this. Um, looking farther out, you know, asking you to be a forecaster <laughs> of the security challenges. 
what's one thing you really think our listeners and our audience would, would really gain value in looking out for over the next six to 18 months, right? There's so many changes in the security landscape. I mean, you already talked about the, the, the disparate sources, the, um, the changing threat landscape. Is there one thing you'd say for any CISO or any director of a security operations group, what's one thing they got to keep their eye on in the next 12 months? So you can look at it in multiple ways. And what I'm going to do is if I were to choose that one thing to look out for in uh, one thing to look out for, it would be intelligence across the board, be it how sources generate telemetry, okay, how that telemetry is, let's say, intelligently managed by that telemetry plane, and even as to how the analytics tools themselves consume and operate on that data. Okay. Point. Yeah. So I think the ability to predict issues with a high efficacy before they become a problem is going to be a huge game changer. And I'm confident of a number of strides being made in that area. Okay. Yeah. And so that is one of the reasons why we are looking into making that telemetry management itself way, way more intelligent. Everything from managing the state, like you said, you know, uh, being highly performant, adapting to bandwidth changes or outages in the network to load balancing intelligently to making use of all resources. And I think there's also some real good opportunity for innovation here, like um, like something that's been, you know, uh, that I've been banding at the back of my head is like, developing a telemetry source discovery protocol, you know? So okay. that automatically goes off and finds every single source that is generating telemetry, cataloging it, and then making that available to all of the tools uh, so that they can then pick and choose, you know, uh, uh-huh. from the menu as to what exactly they want. Excellent. No, that's that's tremendous insights. And and for us that at end days to deal in full packet data, right? The mm-hmm. The intricacies of all the telemetry feeds is, is, you know, incredible. So I think this has been really insightful for folks. So thank you, Ajit. Thank you for joining and sharing your expertise in how to better secure networks. We'd ask our listeners to tune in next time for another edition of the Endace Packet Forensic Files. For more information about Endace's network packet capture platform and our integrations with our fusion technology partners like Cisco, uh, please go to endace.com. Ajit, again, thank you for taking a little bit of time with us. We really appreciate your insights. Thank you, Michael.